Nailed it. Nailed it. That's, I did that really close to my ear. My ear's ringing. Good, good podcast, sir. We should record another one. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, it was great talking to you this week. So uh, later. Actually, you know what? I'm feeling so peppy. I say we just go ahead and record another one right now. Wow. Okay. Just Let's, let's just do Boom. episode 18, take two. I'm in episode 18, take two. Here we go. Not because of any errors on my part, but just. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Just for fun. Episode 18, it's right now. It's, I mean, this is it. We're in the now. We're in the no. Listen, doing it. as they say on camera, this is the run. This. So anything prior to this was just practice. It was just, it was just, you know, planning. Now we're doing it for real. Just rehearsal. Yeah, it was just rehearsal. So what have you been up to? I mean, we usually do this podcast a few times just to get the kinks worked out, get the scripts nailed down. What people don't know is that for every one episode they hear, we've recorded like four. Every day. And and every time we just build onto it and we think of new things and we see, and this is all completely scripted. That's the other thing people don't know. We're reading prompts right now. Yeah, never, never stop recording. You'll you never know what I'm going to say, but I know what I'm going to say. Well, so do you, because it's 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 scripted. Yeah, half the editing time for you is is editing out all my flubs when I I read the script wrong. Nope, I don't edit any of those out. I leave them in for comedic (laughs) value. Comedic value, all lies though, all lies. Actually, I do I do make a copy of each one though, because that's going to go in the blooper reel at the end of the season. (laughs) And instead, the reality is. Just we we randomly podcast, text each other, yo podcast, and we're like, no, playing video games, yeah, like, right. Dang it. Tomorrow Psh, podcast, yeah, it's tr- Saturday. Maybe. I'm not podcasting on a Saturday. Psh, Saturdays, what? Saturday, Sunday. I wish it was Saturday. Podcast on a Sunday. Listen, we should have a regular schedule like the big boys do, like the professionals. You know, every Tuesday at three forty-five a.m. Man, you you know that's my struggle. I've tried and tried, but you're, man, you're just fly, you're off the cuff. Three forty five a.m. is when you've tried. You're like that. That would be cool, but I'm off. I'm somewhere. I'm out of town. I'm out of house. I'm doing something. I'm on a vacation. I'm traveling to the Bermudas. You go vac. You no vacations aren't allowed. No, uh. Uh-uh. I'm just saying that's what you do to me all the time. I'm like, let's let's do it on the dot. No, I, I don't. Every day I don't, this day. I don't know what you're talking about, but no, we'll, we'll figure it out. Will we? Well, you know, sometimes people used to say, and I used to think about this, like, Hey, when things stabilize, Hey, right now things are a little crazy. When things get back to normal, it's like, wait a minute. Crazy is normal. That is, that is how it's going to (laughs) work. There's not going to be a time where the schedule lines up perfectly because it's always Crazy. Well, back to the regularly scheduled program. Got a, I'm looking at the scripts here. It says no. you have been playing. Wait, did we go off script? Did <laughs> you says, go off script again? Never. Jeez. It says you've been playing Outer Lands. Nope. There's no such thing. No. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. I thought about. I, I don't. I was I don't in know Outer Lands today. is. Outer Lands sounds like some indie game from three years ago. Um, it might be. Remember there was that Xbox 360, uh, like Xbox Live Arcade game where it was like red and blue um, and you could hit like a trigger to shift between them. That may have um, been. Vaguely, yeah, I remember that. That may have been. I, know, I never played it. That, okay. That may have been. I'm reaching into the depths, but I was in, I was in GameStop earlier today and they said, hey, we give $300 trading credit for a PS4 Pro. Whoa, you traded in your PS4 Pro? What for? And I was like, hey, what do Xbox One X's cost? A lot said, more than well, that. Well, normally $500, but I'd, we might still have some promo units that are $399. Ooh. They had some kind of sale with a promotion where certain ones were $399. But I didn't, have, I, I didn't have my PlayStation with me, but I was like, hmm, if I got that, I could play a game with Evan. He'd rope me into Game Pass and would sit there on the shelf with me not with me not using it month after month. Whatever. I'm using Game Pass all the time. Yeah, but you didn't pay anything for it. 
if I paid something for it, then then I would probably end up not using it. That's how it usually goes. Uh, what do you mean I didn't pay anything for it? A dollar doesn't count. You'd get it for a dollar too. What I, I thought that was over. No, first month is a dollar. But it's over the whole extend extend the plan. Like merge your Xbox Live Gold or whatever. Mm, no, that that is done. But it, but but the first month for Game Pass is still a dollar. They let you try it for a month for a dollar. That's how they get you. To, to yeah, you, that's totally how they get you. To your knowledge, have well, they removed games from gun, Game Pass? Oh yeah, they rotate stuff out all the time, and they tell you they have a little thing at the bottom that says, um, like at the bottom of the screen, that will tell you. Hey, these games are getting ready to come off of Game Pass next month or in a week or whenever it is. And then they also tell you, hey, these are the new ones that we're going to roll on to Game Pass. And they're also really good about like their Twitter feed stays updated so that you can um, keep track there. Like they, they throw out little like hints and and like um, teasers about what's coming and people get all excited. So it's I'm afraid I would never my finish a game before well, it was gone. Here's the thing. I never do anyway, so whatever. <laughs> now you don't have difference? to have any guilt. You're like, oh, I was going to finish that don't. game. Now I can't. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now you play it. You, f- you get it out of your system. Okay, I've played 10 hours of that game. I'm good. But you didn't have to pay 60 bucks for it. You didn't have to pay 30 bucks for it or whatever. It doesn't sit in your library forever taunting you. Are you sure it doesn't? Are you sure it doesn't sit there so that when you hit play, it's like, hey, you could play it if you go ahead and buy it digitally right now. It does do that, yeah. If it rolls <laughs> off of Game Pass and you try to launch it, because it will still stay installed. Yeah. It doesn't uninstall it off your Xbox or your PC. Um, so, yeah, then it'll be like, hey, um, so this isn't on there anymore, and you need to buy it if you want to keep playing it. So their bet is that people will definitely still spend money buying games when that happens, and you don't think you will. Say that again. They think that people are going to buy games when they when they come out I think of Game a, Pass, but you don't. I think, think a fair number will. of people do. So they also give you, I think, a twenty percent discount if you buy a game that's in Game Pass. I don't know if it applies to things that were in Game Pass. I I bet it does, at least for a certain period of time. But yeah, they give you a. Um, like a twenty percent, like I said, twenty percent discount. So, <clears throat> and that also applies to DLC for the game as well. Oh, okay. So if you if there's a game that you just love on Game Pass and you're afraid it's going to roll off, then you can go ahead and buy it at the discount. Any DLC that you buy for the game is yours automatically, even if even if you don't buy the full game because it's in Game Pass and you buy the DLC, you still keep the DLC, obviously. But if the game rolls off. Now you get DLC for a game you can't play, which is an awkward situation. But whatever. The um the only one I've bought DLC for, however, is for Forza Horizon 4. Um have you seen their own stuff roll out of Game Pass? Like things like Forza and Killer Instincts and stuff? No, and they've said that it won't. Anything oh. that is a first party Microsoft title will always launch directly to game pass from like day one and it will always be in game pass they've said those two things for sure oh, it has to be nice. a first party microsoft game though so i don't think that applies to things that they just publish um, those are frequently there but anything that they themselves have first party developed will start in game pass from day one and will always be in game pass so your gears of war your forza horizons your forza motorsports your halos things like that now, see, that's the sort of thing where I might not be inclined to say spend 60 bucks and buy Gears, but if we both had Game Pass, I would probably provoke you into downloading it so we could co-op it. Because then it mm. wouldn't cost me anything. It's like, eh, well, I like to play that co-op, but not enough that I'm going to buy buy it. So that that I could see that being an advantage to to doing that. My disadvantage would be downloading stuff because I still don't have amazing download speed. It's like 
Well, it's better than it was. Well, it's unlimited. And so that's nice. And it seems to be much more stable and have a, a lot better ping. But I don't know if 7 megasecond is necessarily better. It's just wide open and consistent. So that part is better. You just start it overnight, let it go. Yeah, and that'd probably be perfectly fine. Hmm. Got too many PS4 games I gotta beat, though. We gotta put a pin in this, though, and find out the next time, well, not the next time, the first time, you go to play Outer Worlds, and it's like, oh, sorry, and you didn't realize it, that you don't, that you don't go ahead and buy it. I probably would, actually. (laughs) Um... That game's real good, and you know that's a weird situation now because <clears throat> so when they made the deal to put that on Game Pass, Obsidian was still independent. It, the game is published by another company called hmm, I forget something Division Three D Realm Infinite Let's go Division. With that. No, I don't know. It's some other <laughs> company I'd never heard of. Um, that is that published. Outer Worlds, but all of that was in motion. Outer Worlds development, publisher, secure, all that stuff was in motion before um, Microsoft bought Obsidian. Right? So, so they probably have a deal, some sort of publishing deal. They do, and, and they had already secured it being on Game Pass beforehand, but now that Microsoft owns Obsidian... I don't know if that's kind of like backwards extend to Outer Worlds and it'll be on Game Pass longer. I have no idea. It launched on Game Pass day one, and there, but there is also no exclusivity because it's on PlayStation, it's on PC, it's on... I guess there is some exclusivity on PC for... I think it's in the Epic Game Store only for a year? I think that's right. Maybe I'm get, I might be getting that confused with... Um, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Anyway, okay. it's coming to Switch at some point. Oh, no, wait, it's not on PS... Wait, yes. I am really getting it confused with Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Oh, you forgot it's to do your pre-show research. I'm totally screwing this up. <laughs> and I, I know they said they're bringing it to Switch as well. That thing's going to so, run on Switch? Or at least I read that somewhere. They're trying to bring Outer Worlds to Switch. So, And it should work. It's a Unreal Engine game. And those, and it's not super high demanding, super, you know, it, it runs well on mid-range PCs, so, and even base Xboxes and PS4s run it just fine. So, it, they'll they'll cut it down a little bit, but I think it'll work fine on the uh, Switch. In fact, it hey, might be a great Doom way to play there, it. So. Right? Eternal, totally. Whatever. And Wolfenstein, and they got Skyrim on there, but let's be honest, what where that's, isn't Skyrim? That, that's an old game. Skyrim. They do have the Skyrim Enhanced Edition, so that's... And that's the one that they ported, was the Enhanced Edition. It's slightly less enhanced, but it is the Enhanced Edition. That's what they should have called it. Slightly less You know, no, they should have called it Skyrim Enhanced Light. (laughs) (laughs) Light light Edition. My bet with Outer World Publishing is that, if anything, maybe there's... If... Uh, if their publishing deal extends beyond the Game Pass deal, that maybe there'd be this window of time where it disappeared from Game Pass and then came back once. Could be. Once the publishing rights switched <clears throat> completely over, if that's but, even a possibility. Honestly, it's a very short game. I mean, people are saying they're finishing it in 20 hours, which 20 hours is still a lot. That's no fallout. A, a big RPG it's you know short. Wasn't that true for some of those other games like the Fallout's where you could you could beat them sooner, but they had tons of stuff in the game you could still be doing? Yeah, I think so. I never played much of the original Fallout's, but I know people have said even this one, like pushing it as hard as they can, I think is like maybe thirty, maybe. But they intended it to be a more focused game. It's not an open world game. It's not like the modern Fallout games. It's not like other Bethesda games. It's not, not that style. It's, it is more like mass effect in that you go to a a zone or a location. You have a set area that you can move around in like, you know, a couple of buildings and maybe some outside terrain that's connecting them. And then when you're done with that, you go back to your ship and you go to another area. 
So no, very much like Mass Effect or or Kotor, very similar to that. No infinite guns. No loot boxes. None of none of that. Are you sure it's not like Destiny? You just go to one planet, you do like <laughs> five missions a hundred times, and then go to the next planet. Very much not like Destiny. <laughs> it is very much a focused single-player game. There's a lot of side content, but it is very much a focused single-player experience, period. Didn't I talk to and you earlier a- about the game and you were like, yeah, it's basically just a, just, just a Fallout game, but they made the story better. I mean, it looks like the Fallout game, like like the modern Fallout. Like if you think of Bethesda's Fallout, it lo- has that look to it because that's what they were going for. But it doesn't feel like those. Like it's it's much better written. It looks a lot better. There's actually colors. Did you know that there's more than just shades of green or gray? Are you sure? I thought it was brown. It's pretty. I'm pretty sure. I saw a new I like ad for Fallout it recently 3. that I hadn't huh? seen before. I saw an ad for it I hadn't seen before. Um, okay. And they specifically said that it was a Western sci-fi RPG. Absolutely. It very much has that vibe. So they, they, they traded out the post-apocalyptic part and subbed in Western. It has a very Firefly-esque feeling to it. You're going around to all of these. It's a new colony, right? It's a new solar system that's being that has been relatively recently colonized. They don't have a ton of resources. So everybody's kind of in this, it kind of has this like Wild West feel to it where um, people are kind of scrounging to get by and things. It it very much feels, even some of the music makes it feel like Firefly. And as a result, I have been watching Firefly again because, man, I love that show. <laughs> um, Disney's James Cameron's Firefly? Yeah. I don't ever want to hear Disney and Firefly in the same sentence again. <laughs> I know it's a thing, but I don't want to hear it. No. Uh, like I don't want to know an- that Disney owns Firefly. They just announced just- that um that's that's how that's how you'll get to watch The Simpsons is on that new Disney Plus. And I thought <sighs> to myself, when would I have ever thought Simpsons would have been a Disney property? I would have never thought that. That's really upsetting that I'm so many Fox shows are going to go to this Disney only thing and I'm going to have to subscribe to I don't want to subscribe to another stupid service. They just want you to cancel Hulu. No. Which doesn't make any sense since they own part of Hulu. Well, that's right. They do. But did they on their own? Or did they do they own a part of it through Fox? Because they no, Fox. they owned a part of it on their own before okay. they started Disney Plus. But that doesn't mean that they won't sell that off or get rid of it and go do their own thing. But hopefully not. I I would rather just do it through Hulu. <sighs> That's where now, I've been watching it lately. So, well, here's the big problem, and this is why you will have to get Disney Plus. Besides the eventual Firefly, you know, reboot. Um, is I'm going to pretend like you didn't say that. <laughs> well, so they've already talked about the fact that they they now own X-Men, which, okay. of course, was a part of the original Avengers. Um, and evidently, they they released a short clip that was supposed to be the after the credits in the very first Iron Man. And they have, they have um, Samuel Jackson talking about mutants and bug and heroes that have been bitten by bugs and stuff alluding to that they, they might have been working on this deal for a long time. But along with X-Men and The Simpsons, they also got stuff like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Futurama. No, they wouldn't have gotten Futurama. It, according to the news, they did. that Because Fox actually owned the rights to Futurama, and they were just, essentially it was a deal to allow Netflix to stream it through Fox, but they actually, well, but I, I thought even before Futurama, like I thought Fox dumped them and then they went to comedy central and the comedy central commissioned a whole like four new seasons. So I thought they were free of Fox. Hmm. But I guess that makes sense because 
what you're saying makes sense because they were on Netflix and then net, they got all pulled off of Netflix and are only on Hulu now because Fox owns part of Hulu. So I guess they are still owned by Fox, which means Disney now owns Futurama, which is my other favorite show, which also means that Leela and Amy are Disney princesses, which is really weird. <laughs> But it also means the alien queen and Ripley are Disney princesses by technicalities, right? Well, and I guess the queen would be an evil, she'd be a villain. But Ripley is a is an is a princess. Well, what's the logic behind that? Because I thought almost all of the so-called Disney princesses do have some kind of like royal bloodline. Like even Moana is technically the chief's daughter. Hmm. He's kind of the king. And it's not just any I mean, leading woman. Ripley's a badass. I don't know. Does that count? I don't. I that mean, isn't, that's not royalty. She has a gun. She does have a gun. Well, not in the beginning. In the very first alien, she was very, she was much more feminine. She was very, um, you know, she was just afraid. She was not, she didn't have her confidence. She, the, 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 the confident, like, you know, fight for yourself, tear these things down, let's do that, this. That grew along with the movies. Attitude, right. That didn't exist on the original Ripley character. Like, there was, it was there, but it wasn't at the surface. They really brought that out in Aliens. And that's all I know. I think what's more likely to happen would be like, a, like an alien X-Men crossover, right? No, <laughs> no. Disney's, Disney's here to, need... ru to ruin all of our beloved franchises. We do not need a crossover for every stupid thing. Disney's <laughs> got to be smarter than that. I really hope they're smarter than that. And they don't do. Did you read that somewhere? Please tell me that's you're just <laughs> no, making I this just up. Made it up. Okay. I was about yeah. to say, come on. But Shit. Matt Groening doing a cartoon version of Firefly—that's almost inevitable, right? I don't want that. <laughs> Actually, that wouldn't be terrible. <laughs> that would probably be the best thing they could do if they were going to do anything at all. I could see that working. I don't know that Matt Groening would be the one to do it, but an animated Firefly. It's just a Western mm. version of Futurama. I mean, kind of. He could do it. That that that. Uh, listen, I'm not going to say that I would be on board with it. I, I would take a lot of convincing. But I would be more on board with that than any other kind of reboot or retry at Firefly. I don't want them to just leave it alone. If Futurama you know, pops up on Disney Plus, is that does does that just seal the deal for you? Do you have to get Disney Plus at that point? No, I will go out and buy the box set of Firefly and just watch it that way. For, no, they for, put it in the vault. Or Futurama. I'm sorry, they put it in the vault so that you. Well, have I already, to I already it. own, I already own Flyer, Firefly on Blu-ray, so. I have the whole. I just meant Futurama. You know, if they put that in the vault, I make you. No, nope, I will this. buy it. I'm. You know what? I'm going to make it my mission to get that by Christmas. Then, because if that's the possibility, <laughs> I'm not having that. You are not taking my. Futurama that's what they like to put in me. vaults, right? Is the cartoons? They do. They've already. I've read somewhere that they're already starting to secretly do that with like classic Fox movies. But they're they like just put them in the vault for their own protection. That way, they don't get damaged or lost. <laughs> right, protection yeah. from. From my wallet. Because in uh, 20 years, I'm like, man, I really wish I could watch that movie that I love dearly. Oh, wait, I can't. It's in the vault. I want to see this vault, and it's really just like some uh, some drawer in some guy's desk. <laughs> oh, yeah, I put just the monsters a, it's over just here. A thing. Yeah. No, it's actually just a giant bank vault somewhere in Florida <laughs> buried. That would be awesome. It's like, well, we, we took the old Federal Reserve and just bought it. It's in the land of tomorrow, probably, right? It's, it's got to be an Epcot Center. In a bunker under It's Epcot under the Center. giant, like, golf ball thing at Epcot Center. Yeah, where the, where the, uh, where the underground city is. Yeah, totally. That's exactly. where I would put it. So, so rewatching Firefly, and that's because of Outer Worlds. You got it, because, man, they are not shy about references. Like, that, that game has Firefly written all over it. A lot of other things too. Don't get me wrong, 
it's not like Firefly the game, but man, there's a lot of references to it. And I, mm, so I hadn't watched Firefly in a while. So I was like, you know what? It's been too long since I've rewatched that. So I'm starting to rewatch it. I'm like four episodes in. Here's the thing about Firefly. It is by very definition incomplete. They were not able to finish the first season and they weren't able to go any further than that. Right. They were like one episode. I think they missed like one or two that they had planned and they were never got to do any more because it got canceled. So it is by definition an incomplete show. However, even though it is incomplete, I still say it's perfect. <laughs> I love that show. Surely the creator I love those would characters. A bit. What's that? Surely the creator would disagree a little. He'd be like, I had, I had plans. Nope. Uh, plans oh, no, he were did. Not Serenity. <laughs> and I and I think if they had approached him or somebody had approached him within like a 10 year period of, of that show being done, he would have gone for it. But now, no, he's he's been very vocal about, nope, that's over. It's done. I'm, I've moved on. I'm not doing it again because that was his baby. Like, that yeah. was his baby. He wanted that was the show he wanted to make more than anything else. And he finally got to do it and it was perfect. It was exactly what he wanted. Um, and it just got completely crapped on left and right. So he's like, that's it. I'm done. I'm out. But if it really was his, his baby, surely somewhere in the back of his mind, he knows, Hey, at this point in my career, I could probably do whatever the heck I wanted to with huge budgets and ILM and, and he, he works for the company that now owns the property like, if he wanted to, it seems like all he'd have to do is, you know, make a phone call. Oh, I'm sure, but you, that's like, lightning hey, in a bottle. Disney, Disney Plus exclusive got this idea, this new nope. show with Nathan nope. Fillion. Well, who, you can't, no, no, absolutely not. You can't <laughs> do it with the original actors anymore. You can. They're much too old. No, you can't. And half, some of them are even dead. L- look no. at Picard. No, I'm telling you no. I'm, I'm saying gonna get, I'm gonna put my you leave down everybody and no. dead, and it's like, hey, this is what happened after. How, how when did the show come out? Like twenty years ago. Twenty. Years Are you later. suggesting? Hold on. Are you suggesting that we do a Firefly without Alan, Alan Tudyk? Well, I mean, he's a great voice actor, so he could come no. back in a <laughs> in a CG robot. I won't have this blasphemy <laughs> in the podcast that I am taking part in. I will not have this. The man is a national treasure, and he needs to be in my Firefly. It just does. Is he a voice in Outer Worlds? Uh, if he is, I haven't come across him. Is Nathan Fillion a voice in Outer Worlds? Uh, same thing. Somebody drops the ball if they're not, right? I know, right? They, they should have a cameo in there somewhere. You've seen Serenity, though, right? I, I'm, I actually have it on my shelf right here next to me, yes. Nathan Fillion doesn't die. Right? Okay. No. So, after the events of the movie, what did he do? I don't know. We could find out. (laughs) (laughs) But we don't need to find out. We don't need to know. Some things. I mean, River's still there, right? It's okay if we don't know. It's okay, John. It's okay. We don't need to know. River didn't die, though, right? Uh, No. The only ones who died were Wash and Shepard. Jane, Mal, I thought Zoe Nara, she didn't. Kaylee, River, and Simon are all fine. Zoe didn't die. And Zoe, I, I forgot Zoe. She's alive. Yeah, I could have swore she died in Serenity. Nope. After, as far as I know, the only two that Wash, died were the pilot Wash and the Shepard. Uh, Shepard book. Did you ever watch Alan Tudyk's little um, homage show to uh, Firefly? Mm. No. Why? I didn't. I don't know of its existence. Regale um, me of a tale. It's a. It's a. He plays an actor of a show that was critically acclaimed but got canceled early. That everybody loves and is huge fans, but he's kind of second rate. To his, to the star of the show, who is also on his little mini show, who 
who is Nathan Fillion. Are you talking and, about Comic Con? Yeah. Okay. Did what? Did did you say an Amish show earlier? No, homage. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I was really confused because it sounded like you said his Amish show, his the homage. 2D Firefly. <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking about?" Okay, yeah, I've heard of Comic Con, and no, I didn't watch it. I w- I would like to watch it, but I believe when it was released, it was on the Comic Con web stream player thing which you had to subscribe to i was like that's a bunch of crap i'm not doing it so if there's another way to watch it then i will be glad to because i have seen clips of it and it oh, it's is con hilarious man. i, I think Fillion's in it huh yeah nathan Fillion's in it i think if i mean if you're a firefly fan and you like alan tudyk his uh the lady who played his wife zoe she's in it as well um, I don't know that she's a regular character, but the clip that I saw, she's definitely in. Yeah, I think so. Um, it yeah it yeah, and he's just annoyed because that's all, all right anybody buttons. wants to do. He can't get other work. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can't remember if I completely finished all the seasons or not. I saw the first and second season. I don't know if there's. I, I think it's only two seasons. They're super short. They're like ten minute episodes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can you can rip through them. So you should, you should check it out. I knew, I knew it was made to be a quote unquote web series, which, what does that mean anymore? Right. Remember when that used to be something? Oh, it's a web series. It's a web TV show. Well, now they all are. So what's the difference? But you know what? I'm, I'm no Firefly can exist in its half created state and it's perfect the way that it is. It's depressing whenever I get to the end and I realize there are no more episodes. That's fine. I will live with that because I have another science fiction show which takes its doesn't take its place, but that has has wormed its way into my heart. And I love it dearly, and it is getting ready to start up with season four, and I am very much excited. But Future I'm also disappointed because Probably. you won't watch it. So the I expanse. have no one to talk to. Yes. I want to talk to to somebody about the show and I can't because everybody I've tried to get to watch the show goes eh didn't you say it starts boring and dark it's a slow burn for sure I don't know that I would say it starts boring okay. but it's definitely slow to get going it's it's like three or four episodes in before it really gets gets moving how kid friendly is it uh well I mean it's there's no like there's no like nudity or something, and then the cussing is pretty mild. There's a fair bit of violence, I guess. It's, I mean, I don't know. Is it more on the scary not little side kid? Of I wouldn't say. Eh, there's a little bit of scariness to it, but not a lot. Like tension. Yeah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's for little kids, but like young teens to to teenagers, I think would be fine. Okay. I was trying it's, to uh, um, the other day. I was trying to remember. I'm like, what was that sci-fi show I was supposed to Oh, watch? man. I'm like, I think it Do was... Do not get me started. I think it was Battlestar Galactica. That was a good... I but, liked that, too. But it's not. But that, I was trying to think of The Expanse. But here's the thing with Battlestar Galactica. I liked that reboot a lot at the time, but I've gone back and tried to rewatch some of it. It's just... It's not that it doesn't hold up, but it's of a time, and it to me, it just doesn't... It doesn't... Is it just really, like, fracking 90s or something? <laughs> Uh, you know, it's the paper with the corners cut off. I just can't handle it. <laughs> they were like, we need to make this paper look futuristic. We need future paper. How do we do that? Uh, cut the corners off. Perfect. In the future, they would spend more effort to make a piece of paper. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> uh. So anyway, <sighs> I liked, I liked that show. It, it had its run. It's good. I don't know that I would go back to it. Are you telling me <laughs> that if... If you found out that Joss Whedon, people usually say Haas or Joss. Do they use the J, Joss Whedon? Yeah, it's it's Joss. Okay. J-O-S-S, yeah. It says the J. If you found out he was on the board for another Firefly thing, and we just leave it open, we don't know. He's gonna He's making a Firefly thing. You would have no interest? He would have no interest. I don't have to worry about that. That's a hypothetical that will never happen. 
So it's the, and well, that's what a hypothetical is. I know, but I, but that is a hypothetical that can't happen because he has he himself has said he will not do it. He did, but when he you were just fairness, he said that before he was in the position you he's in now. Are just bound to determine to get more <laughs> Firefly out there somehow, and I'm like, no, let it go, just leave it be. So if a new you Firefly thing happens, no matter me. who's involved. You would be like, no. And like, you can't take the sky because it, it wouldn't be the same. No, it wouldn't. Even if Joss Whedon came back and all the original character member, it just wouldn't be, it wouldn't feel right. It would feel forced. It would feel fake. It would feel. Coerced. Well, that's why I was it curious. Would, as, an ex- no. as a flip side, as a flip side, I was a big fan of Stargate. I watched the movie and watched the TV show, rolled in, watched season after season when. Dang it. I don't know. I can't think of his name. When the main guy. MacGyver. MacGyver. Exactly. At at a point in the series, it's like, I forget which one it is, like the ninth or tenth season. Like, they basically wrap. They, like, put pretty bows on things, and it's like, it's done. They're having, like, a cookout at his place. It's all good. And I think the show was supposed to be over, and it got picked back up. And he was like, nope, I'm not going to do it. So... After that, they did several more seasons without him. We, I knew, starting watching this series, that that had happened. And people telling me, yeah, Stargate is not the same, and, and it's not worth your time, and whatever. And I was like, I'm going to watch all the freaking Stargate, because I like Stargate. We got to that last episode with him, and I was like, that's it. We're good. Like <laughs> that, was the, that was an amazing ending to the series. And I just... Not even looked at. I did try to watch some like Stargate Atlantis, which was fine because it's a completely different crew and everything. But I didn't watch any more Stargate. I just haven't even thought about it. Like, nope, it's all good. So that's how you'd be. Yeah, it's that, you'd be like, nope. <coughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't take a peek at it here and there, but it would never feel right. It would it would just never feel good. It would never feel proper. And and I. And it's Are not about you, money. Like they could throw as much money at it as they wanted. That's not going to make it what it was. It just won't. I still haven't so, got you to watch Stark. Stop torturing Star me with this. With this, why do you keep bringing this up? It's horrible. You're just like a. You're just like torturing me. Well, oh. now I'm going to go watch more Firefly. <laughs> and then, so this is what I do. About every year or so, I rewatch Firefly. And then I watch Serenity, and then I'm good for a year, year and a half. And then I get that itch, and I have to do it again. And I'm okay with that cycle. I can handle that. Doesn't need to have any more than that. And if there was more, it would ruin it would ruin everything for you, because there'd be that little the back of your head, that little yes. worm. Oh, dang it. And it would be on some, and here's the thing, they'd bring it back and then they'd lock it behind this other player that you had to have a subscription for. So I wouldn't watch it anyway. I'm like, "Eh, just be Disney plus and you'd have that already for Futurama. No, (laughs) no, I won't. Um, no, you need to watch expanse. We're switching gears. I'm switching. You need to watch expanse. We're putting it out here on the podcast so that you are accountable. And I haven't watched the movie you asked me to watch yet. So this really doesn't matter, but you should Why watch haven't experience. you roped mutual friend of ours that lives in the same town as you to watch Battle Angel Elite as well? We will. We just had, we had to get through all of our Halloween stuff first. We have a <laughs> backlog. We have a list. We No joke. We have a list of movies. Not in any particular order, but just every time one of us thinks of a movie, we're like, hey, we should put that on the list. And we keep a running, or he, he keeps a running list of movies that we're going to watch at some point. Well, I hope that one's on there. Uh, I don't think it is. I don't know that he would want to watch that movie. We could try it. He he. Oh well. I'll suggest it this week. I'll Let's suggest it. it. I'll say, hey, we can end this podcast this. right now so you can go watch it. <laughs> All right. Well, later. <laughs> if you were actually going to watch it, you're not. Um. Yeah, Expanse. A great show. Everybody who's listening, all three of you. Go watch The Expanse right now. It's a fantastic show. It's got political intrigue. It's a realistic, uh, I think, I feel like a very realistic take on what the future solar system could be like and what people would be like. It's uh, 
yeah, it has some mystery, you know, alien stuff in it, but that's kind of not even the, um, that's not even the best part by, by any stretch. It's the political stuff. It's, it's, it's the, the different factions. It's In awesome. today's climate, so you think politics is a selling point on a TV show? Yes. In this one, it is. <laughs> also, the science. You know, it's a TV show, so obviously it's not perfect, and they weren't trying to make it perfect. But in terms of a TV show, it is some of the best actual science fiction around. Like, they go to great lengths to try to make it as realistic as possible. It's not perfect, and, and you know, they, they weren't trying to make it perfect, but man... It gets a lot of stuff right, and it's cool to see. People call it a hard sci-fi show. So much made-up science, y'all. Huh? So much made-up science. Well, I mean, like, some of it is made up. Like, the the engine drive that they use is, you know, fictitious and whatever. But the way that they explain it is grounded in reality, and so that helps. But just the little things, like how gravity works and how the ships are designed. So, for example... <clears throat> like you'll see a shot of a big spaceship, right? Just like any other movie or TV show, big, long, rectangular looking spaceship moving horizontally across the screen, right? Well, typically in any TV show, you know, Star Trek, whatever, the ship is horizontal. So it's longer than it is tall, right? And the decks are laid out horizontally longer than tall, right? And as humans, I think we're just conditioned to think about it that way. Like, oh, it's like a ship. Like, that's how a boat would be on the water, right? But this show does yeah, it probably different. Probably because of Star Trek using all that Navy lingo, too. Could be. Well, this show uses a lot of the Navy lingo as well. But they lay out their ships differently. They still have that kind of same outward look. But the, the decks aren't laid out horizontally. They're laid out vertically. So think of, like, if you took a skyscraper and laid it on its side. That's how their ships are laid out. Why? Because under thrust, under acceleration, which is what you're going to be doing as you're going around anywhere, right? It's going to, they, they accelerate at such a speed to give you a false 1G gravity on the ship. Well, if the decks are laid out vertically from the engines up, then you can stand on the floor and have... 1G or whatever level of gravity you need based on how hard you're accelerating. And and that when you think about that, you're like, well, of course, that makes sense. That's they're just that's rocket ships. Easy way to get artificial and artificial I was gonna say artificial intelligence. Artificial gravity on a ship as long as it's under acceleration. And they go through uh and explain what happens when there is no acceleration. So if the engine's cut out, right? Suddenly everybody's weightless because you're not under acceleration anymore. You're still moving, but it's not its not the speed. It's not the velocity that gives you the gravity. It's the acceleration. It's that constant force. And then well, one step further, if they're going from, say, planet A to planet B, okay, well, from planet A, they leave and they accelerate at whatever thrust they need to give you 1G. They accelerate to the halfway point. And then they flip the ship around backwards and they decelerate. They, they fire the engines again, but they're decelerating at whatever level of thrust they would need to give you the same gravity. So they call it a flip and burn, right? So you get halfway, the ship flips over and it's now going backwards towards its destination for the rest of the trip. And at first you're like, that's weird. But then when you think about it, you're like, no, that makes complete sense. That is exactly how that would work. In a non, you know, Star Trek type situation, in a more realistic depiction but of space travel. Wouldn't that turn the ceilings into the floors? Huh? Wouldn't that turn the ceilings into the floors? No, because the ship is 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 you're still standing. Like you don't have that orientation inside the ship. You just know the floor is still the floor and the ceiling is still the ceiling. Oh, you're just saying they they reverse the accelerate, so they flip the ship and reverse the acceleration. Yeah, I mean they 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 flip the ship and you're still. You know, because it's Newtonian physics, right? The ship, even though you've turned the engines off and flipped the ship around, it's still moving in the same direction at the same speed. That hasn't changed. But now they fire the engines, so it's slowing the ship down because they're not firing them hard enough to, like, stop it, just hard enough to give them some artificial gravity. So it's slowing it down gradually. And, of course, you work out the math to know where's that halfway point so that 
It all works out. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to do that math, but <laughs> it's just neat. I mean, if you really try to scratch at it too hard, it's going to unravel because it's a TV show. But just the fact that they even try to explain it in a more realistic way like that just is amazing. It's so that scratches an itch that no other show does. And I love it. Well, really, that was just a problem in general with like the Star Treks and stuff, because if you're in a if you're in a zero G environment, then there is no up or down. So right. So like when they show the ship and it's like it's faced horizontally, it's like, well, yeah, or you could also say that it's rocketing up. And, True. and you have the camera at the side to look at it that way, but it's not how it's that's not how it's really behaving. Like there is no they did that all the time in Star Trek, right? Where they'd be like, Oh snap, we're surrounded. It's like you guys realize there's still an up and down, right? <laughs> like, like they almost never did that. It's like, nope, Rathicon, Star Trek baby. universe, everything's on a plane. And and you and you ex, it just extends out forever in, in you know they specifically the y. they specifically call that out in Star Trek too Wrath of Khan because he's fighting them and Kirk says or Spock or somebody says we've an, analyzed his attack pattern he's you know extremely intelligent and he knows a lot of tactics but he's it indicates two dimensional thinking and so then Kirk's like. You know, plot the course for this and this, and he goes Z minus 10,000 whatever to take him down. Z axis, right? To go down. Yeah. To come around and come up from underneath and behind him. Um, It's a very small part. And when I was a little kid watching that, I had no idea what any of that meant. But now when I watch it, I'm like, ha they're 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 picking that, that, that apart a little bit. And then they go right back to it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what's neat about The Expanse, right? That part of it is... They jump into that full force. It's full Newtonian type physics and the way things work and move. It's just the fact that they go to that detail is so good. And then, so that sucks me in, right? That's the stuff that really kind of got, got my attention at first was that level of, of authenticity. It's like, okay, I like what they're doing here. But then what kept me coming back was the characters. You know, the storyline is good. Don't get me wrong. It's very good. But like any good show, <clears throat> Firefly, Futurama, the characters is what hooks you for for long term. And I absolutely have fallen in love with the characters Discovery. of The Expanse. They're so amazingly written and they're so good. Fantastic. Is that a Hulu show or an Amazon show? Uh, the Expanse? Yeah. It is now an Amazon show. It was on Sci-Fi. For the first three seasons, Sci-Fi, it's a Canadian-made show. Sci-Fi Channel picked it up and was footing the bill for it and, and broadcasting it. They did that for the first three seasons, and then they pulled the plug and said, we're done. Because, whatever. They weren't, they didn't, they didn't think it was making the money that, that, that it should have been, but it, they did the same stupid stuff that Fox did to Firefly, where they kept moving it around to different time slots, and they couldn't get it settled, and it, so it... But it still, somehow, it managed to get traction because um, even though it was on Sci-Fi, it was airing on TV on Sci-Fi Channel, where it really got its popularity was Amazon. Because after Amazon had signed a deal with Sci-Fi that said, after it has aired, the entire season has aired on TV, then we'll put the whole season on Amazon. And that's where people really started to notice it and really started to watch it. And that's where its popularity exploded. And then when word got out that Sci-Fi was canceling it, people flipped out and a grassroots campaign on Twitter and other social media, mainly Twitter, but other social media, Reddit, other places, people were, it's called, it was like hashtag save the expanse. And they went crazy. I mean, they, people were buying those airplanes with the streamers behind them that fly along the beaches and the big cities and stuff and everywhere else. They were doing all kinds of dumb stuff to try to get awareness up for the show. And it culminated in, it got all the way to Jeff Bezos and people were petitioning him directly. Like it got through enough because it was celebrities were involved. Tons of people. It made its way to Jeff Bezos and they were like, listen, this show is as popular as it is because of Amazon. Amazon. It's perfect for Amazon prime. Put it on Amazon prime. 
And he went, absolutely. And they signed a deal. So starting with season four, which is getting ready to come out in December, um, it is an Amazon Prime exclusive show. Amazon owns The Expanse. That was a really long-winded answer for you, but I love (laughs) the show, and I will talk about it forever. So I'll, I'll I'll have to try. I mean, you know, I should I probably should have started it after uh, after rolling off of Discovery and uh, Orville because those seasons ended. Those are great too. I, I will say soon. It's also a high budget show for TV show and is a really high budget, so that helps. Um, but now of course the budget with Amazon is probably you know three times what they had before. So who knows? Um, I hope it does good. I do too. I mean, and they've said uh, they are not going to release it all at once. They're going to do a weekly release because (coughs) that they said they feel that that builds a better sense of community where people have a week to talk about the episode and anticipate the next one. And that that kind of community is what saved the show in the first place. And they wanted to honor that. I said, if we just dump it all at once, we will lose that whole sense of community that this show is built around. So I think that's pretty cool. Amazon does that quite a bit. Hulu does too. I was actually surprised though that Apple TV Plus, which just launched, um, they're going the here's all the episodes route, like Netflix. Yeah. They and have for the shows they have. I like that. I, I mean, like anybody, I like to binge watch a show. You watch it in three days, four days, and then you're nothing for like six months or a year. That sucks. For All Mankind rather... look like a show that you might be... Uh, what show? Like. For All Mankind. For All Mankind? Why it's an Apple TV that? Plus, which I think right now you can get like oh. a month free. Um, well, I don't have an Apple TV, so... No, it's not. A, I mean, for one, I watch it on my Samsung TV through the Apple TV app. But um, I don't have that they either. Have, they can have I watch it on my for... PC? Just log yeah, into the you can website. Literally open it up in a browser like Netflix. Oh well, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought I you had to have an Apple. Didn't expect them TV to do device. that, but they did. Hmm. Uh, no, so it works on. It basically works on anything. Um, I think they have Android apps. Even um, is there an iPhone yeah. app? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you already you already have it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Because clearly, obviously, there would be an iPhone app. It's Apple. Hey. I think it's uh, it's better to act like you were serious because <laughs> it makes you look silly. <laughs> no, never. Uh-huh. I would never make myself. But no, look it's silly. a alternate history. It is set back in the '60s during the space race, and the premise is the Russians beat America to the moon. And how does America respond? And essentially, the I think what they said is the concept will be that essentially keeps the space race going for longer than it did before and hmm. new in ingenuity and, and new, you know, efforts being made. So it's like, and it a, ends with Elon Musk because it he has a new space race. <laughs> okay. Building a spaceship. He's, he's convinced. You said Hulu. I'm going to go back to something you said. You said Hulu does the, where they release stuff slowly instead of all at once. Is that right? Did you say that? Um, it seems like, it seems like it, it although it, I, my experience could possibly just be shows that are streaming on Hulu, like that are primetime shows. Yeah. That maybe that's coming out with the week anyway. So, so my example was going to be, I was going to ask about the Orville you mentioned it and then you mentioned Hulu and I know that is a, that is a Hulu owned show now as of season three. Yeah. I think. I haven't watched. I need to. I never. I never finished season two, not because I didn't like it. I just got sidetracked and never came back to it. I love that show. It's really good. The Expanse is better. They're two totally different things. Like I don't know that one's so, better or like the, the the Orville has its own thing going and it's totally different. So I don't know that I would compare them that way. What I heard though was that thanks to the switch over to Hulu, and also the increase in budget. It has pushed the date out, and it's not actually going to be, season three is not going to be showing up until, like, later next year. Oh, wow. I mean, that sucks, but at the same time, that's good, right? I mean, they're, 
That's the yeah. same thing that Stranger Things did with season three is they pushed it out longer because they wanted, they had more stuff they didn't get done. And then we were all this anticipation for season three and it came out like, yes, season three. And I watched all of two episodes and went, eh, I'm good. <laughs> I just, I lost interest in like Stranger Things season one was amazing. Stranger Things I season any two was good, but there was, it kind of split and there was like multiple storylines and one of the storylines I really liked and wanted them to focus on, but they chose to focus on the other one, which fine, whatever. I want them to go back and focus on this other one and I don't, I don't think they're going to, I don't, I don't know. So <clears throat> I kind of lost interest after that. I am, I am most excited about, I, I think of all the shows I'm I I have been watching and have new seasons coming, I'm I'm absolutely the most excited and uh and looking forward to the most uh, is Discovery season three. I'm excited for Red, that show when it's not on the CBS player. When I can watch it on one of the other systems, see things I already have. Well you can. You just have to no. you just have to pay for it. No, that that's the part. It's not the player that's the problem. You just it's the subscription it. to another service that's the problem. So no, you can you can get you can get CBS free for no one or two weeks. No, do it. No, you're missing out. Nope. Too bad. I don't. Listen, um, I don't have anything against CBS. I have I have a thing against companies feeling like they have to produce their own. Subscription Still less thing than cable. For I, you don't have I cable? no, not by the time you add up a Netflix and a Hulu and Amazon Prime and a CBS thing and a Disney thing and oh, I want an HBO thing. No, well, you're not I, getting those. It's ridiculous. You're just you. Do you still have Netflix? Yes, I do. But you're not paying separate for Amazon Prime. Like, you're gonna have Prime whether Prime Video existed or not, right? That's true. I kind of wish they. So would you're paying for Hulu out. and Netflix. But it does. That's not the point. There's no way thirty bucks a month is is what cable cost. That's not the point. The point is, by the time <laughs> you add all these a la carte systems up, it's ridiculous. For one or two shows, no, 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 no. I, I just so I cannot do it. There is a there is like a light at the end of the tunnel. My understanding is Viacom and CBS merged recently, so maybe they'll have a shift in focus. Plus, okay. Um, they own Picard, but Picard's going to be on Amazon Prime. Yeah, so, so right, that's where it's getting weird. <clears throat> okay, so maybe maybe something will happen. Um, I was I was ready to dislike I Discovery. Um, there was some members of the family that really really wanted to watch that new show, Young Sheldon, and I was like, well, I'm not going to pay for. One, but I do want to watch Discovery, so I'll make an excuse. <laughs> so I did the so I did the first week, and um, now you're hooked, man. I was I'm really I don't think that there's another Star Trek show that I've been more impressed with, like how they've handled it, like how they've handled the original series and all of those, which I've talked about before. But also, they go at the end of season two, and essentially give you a probably the best the best moment even in star trek history of like the season ends and you're like holy crap this is about to go where no man has gone before <gasps> about to go where no star trek has ever gone before this is about to jump out of what it is now which is essentially like a prequel show to change into something completely brand new and it's very exciting. It's there, there have been plenty of times where that show is like, I can't believe they're doing this with Star Trek. Like, that is that is awesome. So I hope, I think, that you will really like it. I think maybe two or three episodes, I was like, I am not sure about this. This doesn't seem very Star Trek-y. This seems this or that. And then I've seen the first start three seeing episodes. where they're going with it. I've seen the first three at a friend's house because he had the CBS thing and we were watching it over there. And I I liked it right from the beginning. I didn't have those reservations like, oh, they're ruining my Star Trek. Like I didn't care. I, I was like, if they want to try something <laughs> different, and I liked it from the very get go. I thought this was a really cool take on it. Oh, so yeah. I do want to watch it. 
but I am not going to subscribe to another service just to watch one show. That is stupid. No. Well, you used to pay hundred bucks a month for no shows. I know. I'm just, no, I'm, I just have flip a through very, the channel, see what's on. I'm just very against doing that. Listen, now if just, they could, you just need to binge it. That's all. Now here's the thing. Week. Why can't it tie in? So I have sub, I have a subscription to giant bomb. Dot com. Mm-hmm. That's a CBS property. How come that and that login works on GameSpot as well? So I can get GameSpot premium with my Giant Bomb premium. They're tied together. So why doesn't that also carry over to the CBS player? How come that doesn't work? I ask hmm. you. I don't know, but exactly because it's ridiculous. <laughs> I just thought of a fantastic thing. I'm like, why am I even talking about this? Why why would you why would you pay for it when when you could just buy it? Oh, just buy you the just season. Buy Star Trek Discovery, just like you buy Futurama, you just buy it. Bam. Just buy it digitally, watch boom it. done. No, watch well you could. I was gonna say oh, you could watch you get the Blu-ray of it. Yeah, I mean I don't mind buying stuff digitally. Was, ever since I got the I forget I think it's called Movies Anywhere. It's um yeah. it's a Disney thing course of course it is it was but basically it, was it links your the old uvvu the ultraviolet yeah so i mean it links your old if you have voodoo if you have itunes amazon prime and probably one other one that i'm forgetting if you've bought any digital movies on any of those services it links those accounts together so you can buy it on one of those services and it popular as long as that movie is available on the other service it's automatically in the library on all of them, which is yeah. Awesome. In my experience, it's it's only shows up movies that are available on everything. So a lot of my stuff is in. I can go to Amazon. And it's like here's your movies. It's like it's not it's not all my movies. It's most of them though. It is most. Yeah, of them. right. And 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 that's fine. That but, makes it weirder to me because then I'm like, oh, here's all my movies. And then I'm like, I swear I bought this other one. Then I have to open <laughs> up another app. I just I'm like, oh, I do. It's nice because sometimes it's more convenient to watch a movie through iTunes. Sometimes it's more convenient to watch a movie through the Amazon uh, web player. So, and that's primarily the two places that we've bought movies over the years. Or sometimes you just buy a movie on Blu-ray and it comes with a free code. But that free code is only for iTunes or it's only for this other service or something. So now you can just redeem it and just have it go to iTunes or whatever and use this other tool to link them all together. That's nice. If I'm I, okay with that. If only I bought more. I don't. I haven't I mean, bought a lot. If of If only movies. I watched movies again more. <laughs> I watch movies every week with uh, with that with a friend of ours. Go over and we watch movies at his house. Um, Do you use what is the most anywhere? recent movie that I've bought? I'm looking here at my shelf for physical movies that I've bought that we can watch, and I'm trying to remember what it is. Oh yeah, I bought Gravity. And, um, there was one other one. What the heck is it? I bought gravity used at a, like a used video store. Cause I hadn't seen it. I thought, oh, that'll be fun. So I bought that. Um, I bought that digitally and I've still never watched it. Yeah. I, I don't know that the I really want oh, I bought... Dunkirk was the other one that I bought and we haven't watched yet. Oh yeah, that's what's. <clears throat> oh, and then I bought John Wick because it was buy two get one free, and pff, why wouldn't I get John Wick? Because yeah, hello. I still haven't seen the third one yet. Dang it! Oh man, you totally should. It's great, hyper violent, man. Well, I'm thinking we're I'm in about that time where I'm almost ready to say later. So I'm getting. Uh, I think I think you are. Yeah, I think we're there. I think, I think last movie there. I bought was Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, did you? Uh, so speaking of Spider Man, real quick, I have not watched oh. Spider Man Homecoming. I would like to. But I know you and I both really liked Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that they are making a sequel? No. Boom. They are making the sequel. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. And I cannot wait because that was an amazing movie that we just watched on a whim. I was like, yeah, I'll watch a Spider-Man cartoon. I'm bored. Holy cow. It was was the best Spider-Man I think I've ever seen. Good family movie, too. Everybody in the family friggin' loved it. Right, because I started watching it by myself, and then I paused it like 20 minutes in. I was like, man, my kids would love this. And so I waited until everybody was home, and then we all sat and watched it. And, of course, they grumbled at first, like, I don't want to watch a Spider-Man thing. Ten minutes, and they were both glued. They were like, oh, this is amazing. 
It was good. My boys have wanted to be Spider Man nearly every single Halloween. So there was there was nothing. <laughs> uh, it was, there was and they do climb on and, stuff. Uh, I know your kids like to they're, they're climbers, so that's perfect. Oh yeah, they were in the trees yesterday. <laughs> and those like, giant pine somebody, trees like, at your house. The pine trees that you have are nothing like what we have. So, like, here you climb to the top of a no, pine like tree. You're like 200 feet tall. 10 ridiculous. feet in the air. <laughs> Your house, you're way up there. You yeah, have, it's like, you he's barely alpine. up there. He's up there about 30 feet. Mm-mm. And on that note, give, sir, on that high note. Give people a heart attack. Get it? High oh, note. Snap. Climbing. My high little tree. tracker's not red. Oh, you better not even joke about that. That's just a joke. All right. Uh Later. Later.